0: And we're back again, another Undertaker's podcast. Uh, sorry about being off the last couple of weeks. Obviously, last week was 4th of July. Um, Jeff is here. We do not have Brian. This uh, week. We have one better. Yes, we do have a special guest joining us. And he has joined us a couple other times. I think two other podcasts. He has also joined us. Join us in welcoming Mr. Matt Bevanor.
1: To yeah, you the, got it. Uh, Podcast. You guys have the next best thing to Brian Appleby, and that's Matt Bevanor. No exactly. disrespect to Brian yeah. here, but I'm ready to pump out some good takes for today's podcast. There you go. Can't wait yeah. to hear,
2: man. Well, I've been waiting for this all week long.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Weekend, either way. Alrighty. So, <sighs> no secret to all of us, were huge Marvel fans, and
0: yeah, we kind of got together a little bit over the. Yeah, past it was good. A couple days, it was
2: good. Um, I'll put it this way. I've been excited and looking forward to this, you know, the latest installment of the, the Thor uh, movies and everything. Also huge yeah. disclaimer before anyone can see this any further. If you have not seen the new Thor love and thunder movie yet. Yeah. This is spoiler warning. Do not get past this any point because we'll, we will be breaking down the movie. or Yeah. Park, it's,
0: yeah. At some point. we will and, be, uh, it's a, there'll, there'll be a little, little bit, little ways away. So just throwing uh, we'll, out. We'll get there. to that in a second. But, uh, we haven't been on it a little bit, so you know, let's do a little bit of uh, little updates here and there. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Um, there was actually a podcast we were gonna do, but somebody, Jeff, wasn't on this one because Jeff was down in Arizona. Kind of get a reason. Yeah, yeah, kind <laughs> of. But the somebody, not naming names, may have lost internet connection. I'm not naming names. Just, just leaving that out there. Start, start
2: with a T. I think it starts with a T.
0: Definitely starts with a T. Definitely,
2: yeah, I knew it. Very subtle. His bag.
0: <laughs> also, know it's also crazy. You know what happens in a couple weeks? I believe mm. it's somebody's bachelor party.
1: Ooh, baby! Everybody, let's roll!
2: <laughs> it's i'm, I'm excited, man. It's I'm not gonna lie. I'm super excited. All I know is we're running a boat. We're gonna go kneeboarding, uh, water skiing, and
1: uh, wakeboarding. A lot of other fun stuff. A lot
2: mm. of other fun stuff, I'm sure. But that's literally all I know.
1: Yeah. We're going to keep you in the dark as much as possible, That's, that's
2: fine with yes. me. That's fine with me. <laughs> oh,
0: man. I can't wait for that,
2: though. Uh, it's going so, to be. It, it's literally two and a half weeks from now. It's yeah, going to be a blast.
0: Uh, what's been going on with you guys, though?
1: Gosh. Uh, so I'm not on the pod much, but I don't know if I ever uh, mentioned this. I I am an educator, a teacher. Yes. So I am enjoying. So if you ever this,
0: need any education kind of discussions if you ever if you ever
1: have any education questions do not talk to me between june and august that's that's the off time so uh but if you have anything well, in september through uh through may i'm your guy that sounds, so. that
2: sounds good we, we might enjoy... have to create a new segment now that you know matt the educator
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I we mean, we've start start definitely had second. conversation about schools too like call like post like yes. college the college stuff like that so i'm sure we could always come up with some kind of topic about uh
1: education. stuff. Oh, like absolutely. I'm sure that we could. So, you know, enjoying the summer. Got back from Myrtle Beach about a, a week and a half ago, which was terrific. So sure just Because you,
2: know. you and
1: Fitz were down there
2: at the same time around around the same time, right?
1: Yeah, we were. We were about two miles away. So we weren't able to get together uh, just due to some mm. different circumstances. But yeah, Myrtle Beach is a beautiful spot. Highly recommend it to anybody who wants to go out there. Yeah. There it is. How about you, Jeffrey? What's going on in your in, uh, your Well, room? as uh, Whitmer announced
2: earlier, I uh, was in Arizona uh, you know, about a week, week and a half ago or so, and it was beautiful. It's uh, definitely a little hot for sure, but uh, uh, Danny and I, we went out to visit some family, which is nice, and this nice little vacation ourselves, and uh, we went to Carlsbad uh, Caverns if anyone has never been. Absolutely beautiful there. It's uh it was nice to see. It. And then we went the next day to uh, Tombstone, Arizona. It's uh, an hour and a half from where we stayed in Tucson. So it was nice. A lot of fun for sure. And uh had some very good food. And uh, it was it was uh, good. So God, you know, it's nice being back. I, I will say it was very strange, though, because I actually was able to watch you the know, scaling Cup final without it being until 11, 1130 mm. at night because it's three hours mm-hmm. ahead of us. So right now it's about... So well, gl- I'm so
0: glad there. that when you went on vacation uh with your soon-to-be wife that you were still watching hockey.
2: Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding <laughs> me? Priorities. <laughs> absolutely, man. You you know me. So uh yeah, so no, there's that. Other than that, uh I uh, over the weekend I um my my brother Mike and I, we were supposed to go golfing, but it actually was projected to rain like 90% of the entire day so him and a buddy of uh, hit, hit, uh Mike myself and a buddy of his uh went to uh, actually a golf simulator over the weekend instead uh, ironically it hardly rained so that's our luck um but no it, it was really cool it's uh, called five iron mm. or, or five iron I think I, it's something like that I'm probably botching the name but you know under shaping at its finest yeah. um so with that being said it though. Fits. <laughs> it fits in the name um, but no it was it was really cool we actually got to with this particular one you could play any golf course in the world so for example we played a, a golf course that was in like scotland mm. which is crazy so if you mm. want to you could play pebble beach uh and all sorts of very famous uh golf, golf courses which is really cool though so we only got through 10 holes uh but yeah it, it, was, it was still really cool though so i no, definitely enjoyed it
1: yeah it looks like you it a what's going on with you. Uh,
0: so I actually have a little slight beef with um, the Philly pretzel factory, at least the one that's close by us. No, no offense to any of the fine people that work. It, but for the second time, because this past weekend, it was my grandma's birthday. So yesterday we were going to go over um, and my, we were just going to get like a pretzel tray. Like a, I think it was, yep. we were going to do like a half pretzel, half hot dog kind of thing. Mm. And my dad calls that morning to like put in the order or whatever, and we're going to come pick it up at one thirty. 30. Uh, so my mom goes to pick it up and they have no record of it. And it's the second time it's happened. It happened a couple of weeks ago hmm. when my sister came in and we're celebrating my niece's first birthday. Hmm. Um, and they like at first they were like trying to find it, like couldn't find it or whatever. Yeah, And then uh, they said to her, that you couldn't order the same day, the, the hot dogs or whatever, plus the pretzels or something like that. That's uh, but if you wait okay. it, but if you wait a couple like 20 minutes, we'll make it for you. So like, hmm. why, why could you make it now, but not before? So it, it's, it's just a lot that. of, a, a lot of issues there with us in ordering, uh, through, uh, the Philly pretzel factory. So I'll be going to Annie the second time. in the future. There you go.
2: Hey, Annie Ann's is the superior pretzel uh, place. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough.
0: Yeah. It was still a fun time. We still had a good time. That's uh, good. But you could you have had your
2: pretzel sooner, so.
0: Yeah. It would have just been a nice little thing to nibble on, but what are you yes. going to do?
1: What are you going to do?
0: Should we get into it then? Let's, let's,
1: gonna, it? let's just jump right into it, man.
0: All right. We're here Still to talk like Jeff- about
2: the pain and misery of the Flyers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <God>. uh, that <laughs> will be later in the week, Jeffrey. Thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> We're taking a break from that, Jeff. Okay. I, know, I, know. I, I we can take
2: one whole day without getting my heart you know, just chopped in half. <laughs> by mm. the orange and black.
0: Well, if you need a little Philly uh, sports thing, uh, the, I believe yeah. the Phillies are in a wildcard position right now. So
2: mm. That they are.
0: So, all right. Anyway, like Jeff here said, we go. before we get even get to it, like Jeff said at the beginning yes. of the podcast, we're gonna try to be as spoiler free as possible, but it's pro- there's it's gonna, be, gonna be here and there <laughs> maybe spoilers. Oh, so oh just...
1: full disclosure, I am jumping right into spoilers. Oh, so I, I know you are. If you have not seen this movie, you need to get out of here. Pause. Yeah. Take, yeah. Pause take an hour and fifty nine it, minutes. Yeah,
0: watch it and then come back. Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. All right. Who's kicking us off?
2: Well, here's my question. What
1: do you guys want to start with? Because there's so many different directions where we could start. How about we start with overall thoughts and then we could jump into the nitty-gritty? And then maybe we could circle back to the state of the MCU. Uh,
2: I like that. Because there is one bigger question that kind of pertains to all of this. Mm -hmm. And then there's a a second question that's more so a fun question. If we have time for that, we'll we'll get to it. Lindsay's
0: question. It is a fun question yeah
2: um i would say i i certainly did did it i open this way overall i enjoyed it i thought i thought it was good um my biggest critique of it i so i understand you're 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 technically supposed to go into this movie with the idea that it's a comedy that was part of my problem. Is like, I, I get that. I, 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 For me personally, I always have a tough time getting into the idea that Thor is a comedic character or that setting with his movies can be or is meant to be funny. I yeah. don't mind comedy in the MCU, but I think that's also part of the reason why it's such a tough time with Thor Ragnarok at first. Because full disclosure, I was not a fan of that movie at all when I don't want it first saw so it. I didn't like it.
1: You now it's one of my favorites. Very much in the minority with that initial reaction.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so that, that that was that was my full disclosure when I first saw Thor Ragnarok, did not like it at, at all. Action yeah. was great, just I hated the idea of Thor being a comedic character. Mm-hmm. I, then I got over it. But for this, there was comedy and then there's too much comedy. So and that's where this movie falls. I, I love the action. I thought Gore the Butcher, uh, <laughs> Gore the Butcher played by Christian Bale. He was as scary as he could be and perfectly portrayed, I thought he was phenomenal. Action better, was amazing.
0: Not to shit on Christian Bell. Yeah. He did a little better job in the voice front than he did with Batman. So
1: yeah, that, that's like, a fair assessment. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> definitely that's fair. Had a creepier voice in this one. Yeah, yes. um, no,
2: which again, I love though. But yeah. overall, there was too much comedy for me. Again, I understand it's supposed to be quote unquote comedy. Too much comedy though. I don't know what, if you guys had the same reaction.
1: So I'm going to take a little trip back in history before I jump into uh, Love and Thunder. You know, the Thor character has had a very compelling evolution throughout the course of the MCU. With the original movie, I thought Thor, I'm just going to call it Thor 1 for the sake of clarity. Thor 1 was a pretty solid movie. You know, Kenneth Branagh had to introduce this character with almost a very Shakespearean feel, a larger than life feel of this alien god and trying to find a way to make him relatable. I thought everything on Asgard was very cool in Thor 1. I thought the content on Earth was a little bit wishy-washy, but Pound for Bound was a good introduction. Thor the Dark World, like many of you, did not resonate with me. I thought it was dreary. I thought it was dull. The villain was incredibly forgettable, and there just really wasn't that much character evolution from the first one. And then when I heard that Taika Waititi was going to yeah. be taking over the franchise, I thought to myself, OK, this could be pretty interesting. We mm-hmm. have an a director who is very unique, who's had a lot of compelling movies and might bring a new feel to this character, which I thought he did tremendously in Thor Ragnarok. You know, I understand that maybe the comedic effect is not everybody's cup of tea. But Thor was so dull and boring in the dark world that I was okay with this very fresh comedic take that we saw on Ragnarok, Ragnarok, and he felt like he had a true purpose. When talking about Love and Thunder, I agree. I don't think this movie should be getting flamed as much as it is. I think it has a 68% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not it a 68% 67. movie.
2: Sixty-seven.
1: yeah. But the problem is, I don't think that this movie had a lot of purpose because it really didn't change much of the character from what we saw in Ragnarok. If anything, I think it made it for the worse because we now have a Thor who is a dummy, who's a dope. In Love and Thunder, he was an idiot, which, you know, is funny and really helps with the comedic nature of the movie. But I feel like it's kind of character assassination to make him such a fool when in reality, what we saw is a pretty well-composed Thor over the past couple of, of movies. So it was way too heavy on the comedy for my liking. You know, the, a lot of the humor did hit, but I thought a lot of it was just kind of lackluster and repetitive, especially and not only like that, film.
2: it was, again, just, it was just too much. Like, there's some unnecessary jokes and lines. Like, perfect, prime example. I get, again, for many purposes, I get it, but the whole running gag of Thor... Having a quote unquote almost relationship with Mjolnir and then Stormbreaker, I thought that was,
1: was way too much.
2: Like it was way, too it was, too funny,
1: was funny, funny the, the first, first time, time, but you don't. It was funny the first time, but you don't need to have that as you a don't have to keep, the movie. Yeah, yeah I, I laughed really like the horse. first time I enjoyed it, but yeah, that and the goats, like. If you do it once and that's it, that's a really good comedic thing. But beating us over with a dead horse is brutal. Now, let me start with the positives. Christian Bale is fantastic as Gore the God Butcher. He was scary. He was frightening. I don't know if his character really belonged in a movie like this. Tonally, he was probably the scariest villain in terms of his appearances that we've seen in the MCU. And he's okay, in Prop maybe but and he's in the most comedic movie so you're going back and forth between this yeah. very frightening villain and this movie that's supposed to be very lighthearted, which was a little bit confusing for me so it, right i
2: i get what you're saying yeah um
1: you know i thought that the return of natalie portman was was fine it was solid seeing her as the muddy thor was was very unique i thought that her character was abysmally boring in the first two movies and that's no fault of natalie portman who's i think is a very good actress it's just she didn't have a lot to do i liked no. that she had more to do in this movie the setup of her character was interesting a, an individual who is suffering through cancer who needs to find a way to get a second shot at life which i do think the introduction of her becoming thor was or mighty thor was very very rushed but i just don't think they had enough time to fully flesh that out before just no. throwing her in the movie and I will say about that, actually, because I,
2: I was watching a video earlier on Thor uh, Love and Thunder, and they actually um, touch on the fact that not like one or two de- – there's multiple details and if you want to call it storylines that are pulled directly from comics, mm-hmm. uh, such if as, it goes, it goes. Um, how, for example, how uh, Jane Foster becomes Mighty Thor. She had cancer in the comics, apparently. And uh, Mjolnir came to her in her greatest need and greatest fight. So, I, no, I thought that was a nice touch. Um, there's a one scene where, where they found Siv uh, uh, um, on that, like, oh, Lady Siv? Yeah, it was Lady Siv. Uh, I don't know if it was on that snowy planet or, or, or world, but there was a huge creature. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they took that directly from the comics. Some of those callbacks, I, I thought it was, awesome and and visually very visually pleasing. I thought that was tremendous though yeah. whitmer i want to get your your overall takes like on our opinion on like you know, what your first you know thoughts were like throughout the, the entire movie
0: so for me going into it i especially when you see taika wakiti is mm. the director pretty much you have an idea that's going to be a more comedic kind of yeah. it's gonna be a little he has a very has a little a strange a little strange and he has a very comedic tone to his movies yes. um so with that and even though the guardians were in it for like like a minute in terms of the whole movie they were only really in it for like the opening sequence mm-hmm. um i ha- had kind of that feeling like oh this is going to be like a fun kind of movie with thor and my thought was oh it's going to be a couple like lighthearted kind of moments here and there. Maybe there'll be like an epic battle, something like that. Um, I didn't really know much about the villain and Christian Bale going into it um, just because I didn't look at any trailers because to me, I feel like trailers at this point and we can get to it on a different podcast later, maybe this one. Yeah.
1: For what it's worth, they did not dive too deep into Gore the God Butcher from the trailers, which I appreciated. We just yeah. saw like a lot of stills of Christian Bale yeah, yeah, and Freaky. Yeah, yeah. So they, they, I had did like his restraint. back.
0: I did like them introducing him at the beginning and kind of giving you. I thought that story. was cool. I, I, I thought I like it was a cool, like opening kind of thing. yeah Yeah. but
2: it's not like you spend like a whole like 30 seconds here he is you spend a good you know obviously it's like the opening you know uh opening scene and everything and not even just one scene it's multiple scenes before you get to even the the opening crawl the the the, uh, marvel theme playing for the first time um so no i i thought that was great though and and again because you want to understand the villains motives and i thought they for the most part again was it just like when, when you said with uh mighty uh Jane is mighty Thor's you know backstory? Was it a little rushed? You could argue that, but mm-hmm.
0: this maybe this was, was a little more, over I feel like it was a little more not thought out, but a little more gave a little more time to that than the mighty Thor part. Of yeah, it. no, that, that I agree with. And, Here's and my gripe, then
2: it probably can need a little bit more time for him.
1: Here's my gripe. Um, what do you think, what movie comic book movie is regarded as the best comic book movie of all time? It's not Marvel. 3. Is it Watchmen? 2. Not Watchmen. 1. It's not like X-Men or anything like that, is, is it? No, it's not. That's The Dark Knight. Marvel. The Dark Knight is probably um, considered the best comic book movie ever made. It's it's sure, it's, sure. it's in the top sure, sure, 10 sure. of movies yeah. ever made. No, for that I agree, but it's a comic book movie? It's a Batman movie. Of yeah. course oh, it's okay. a comic book
2: well, movie. Well, well, like
1: Okay. Well, well, all right. That, let me a, get yeah. to my point. Heath Ledger's playing Joker. Who, what, where else is he taking that? Whitmer, from? I'm glad you brought that up. Would we all agree that Heath Ledger's performance as the Joker is one of the best adaptations, or not, not necessarily adaptations, but performances 100%, 100%. as a villain ever? 100%. Easily. And let me tell you why I liked it so much. We had a character who was evil for the sake of being evil. Marvel is yet to do that. They always have to have a justification yeah. for their villains. While I appreciate that Gore the God Butcher had the motivation of a God not saving him and his daughter, why can't we just have a comic book character who's just blatantly evil and wants to do evil things. Mm-hmm. I I feel like Gore the God Butcher. His freaking name is the God Butcher. You don't need to back that up with an explanation. Why um, can't he just be a madman like the yeah. Joker who wants to kill for the sake of killing? That is a villain that frightens me. And right. yeah. listen, while I appreciate that Marvel villains like, you know, Killmonger and the Vulture and Thanos all have reasoning, whether you agree with that reasoning or not behind their motives, I get that that's important for character development. This would have been a great opportunity to just have a villain who is a freaking madman for the sake of being a madman. But they wanted to have the daughter's storyline and a yada, yada, yeah. yada. But I think it's, that's it's my that, take.
0: It's that mindset of trying to humanize, I feel, exactly. those right. villains. And, and that's fine. That's, it's, that, yeah, it's that's completely okay. fine. Given I agree. The it would be nice
2: sure. to have one villain, and this would have been a perfect opportunity. The other problem I kind of have just realizing it, we didn't get any butchering. You know, <laughs> yeah. If you, you want, want to see more that, butching.
1: Like, I, I do. I would love to see some butching. <laughs> I mean, he butchered we the god really... in the beginning.
0: Yeah, but that but was that really it. it. Other, when you other think than about that, it. yeah. See, you see, the you see God's like little clips of dead. it, like when they're like looking at the computer or whatever, of like God's yeah. going down. Or yeah, like, but something again, like even that—that's like, all you really see. Like you're seeing
2: him, kind of right. I
0: mean,
2: again, this is a rather very short movie, especially for Marvel. It was two hours and five minutes. I was fine with the
1: runtime. I what the movie was. Is, I don't was want to ex- expect it
2: to be like three-hour movies, like any game. I'm saying, like, even add five, ten more minutes just to
1: add like a little bit extra, you know, meat to the movie. Well, let, know, let me first for some scenes. Let me bring up one scene that I thought was spectacular, and that was the scene where Gore had captured money Thor. Valkyrie and Thor, and was going yeah. on his monologue for five minutes while they were you know encapsulated yeah, yeah, yeah. in veins. Like yeah, I was just so you know locked in to hearing what this, this man was saying and trying to back up his reasoning. I thought that was when Christian Bale was just doing incredible yeah. Christian Bale acting. It was scary, yeah. It was yeah, 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 It was spooky, it was awesome. And, and honestly, call the axe when, that was so yeah. cool. Call the axe. And,
2: and what honestly I, I loved was how, again, going back to how creepy he made God the butcher for Christian Bale. Um, the scene that really stuck out to me doing that is when the kids are talking about how Thor's coming to, to or uh, Axel is talking about some other stories that, uh, you know, about the you hear yeah, this for- creepy evil laugh in the dark. It's, it's like, like a this- Pennywise
1: almost. I was literally just
2: going to say, it literally reminded me of Pennywise. I, I don't, i hate you know those movies and everything and oh, uh, i'm sure they're now. very well done but um <laughs> but again it just it reminds me from how much i've seen of of it and everything it reminds me so much of pennywise just a very creepy character and it, it was it was awesome though
0: it was two seconds it. ago <laughs>
1: uh, all right let's talk about the mighty thor um with regards to jane um how about we jump directly to the actually ending? I, oh, that's
0: actually that's where I actually wanted to jump to it, too, because I was actually going to jump back to what Jeff was saying with the kind of being too funny, kind of too comedic. I feel like because of that, some of the more deeper parts of it, like her with cancer, yeah. um, her at the end kind of thing. I feel like those didn't hit as well. And maybe yeah. it was just me just sitting there. I feel like then it hit maybe the audience or just me in general. Just I didn't feel like as. As emotional response to, as you should have, yeah, that you would have thought you would have had,
1: and that's the problem with with Marvel, and and not it's not just a Marvel problem where these properties present a very deep and touching scene but then immediately crack a joke to break the tension. Like here we have this scene of Jane Foster dying. And then 30 seconds later, we have Thor and Gore's daughter talking about eating pancakes. It's like, it's like, let me resonate in that. Yeah. And
0: maybe it's, maybe it's just because they quickly went to the cancer thing at the beginning. And then they don't, they bring it up with little bits here and there, Mm -hmm. but you don't really, I feel like you don't really feel too sad or too bummed. Oh, and here's the
1: reason why. Yeah, here's the reason why I didn't feel as sad. And again, this is no disrespect to Natalie Portman's acting, but I thought I just don't like Jane Foster as a character that much, you know, and I just don't think she had a really good connection in the earlier films where this death was impactful. Like watching Tony Stark die in Endgame packed a punch because we saw this character for several years go through ebbs and flows. With regards to Natalie Portman, we saw her in two movies that were, you know, her role was pretty flat. So when she died in this movie, why am I? Why should I be upset by that when there's not a good enough foundation for that? Why should we feel
0: better? Why should we feel more about the relationship between the Thor and Mighty Thor, the two of them, Mm -hmm. when it's not really? It's very jokey. It's very kind of yeah. She's trying to figure out a catchphrase like that. all time Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I was literally saying that. that was one of my other that did not reps. hit at all. It, 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 I thought it, that it, was really I, I, that, good. That really yeah, that wasn't great. Yeah, and, and, and just the especially when it's like the, the climax in the movie is during this huge fight with Gore the Butcher, and all of a sudden you hear you know uh, Money Thor saying you know what. Uh, eat my hammer or my whatever. Hammer. Oh. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, come on, man. Uh, there was, before we kind of get to the ending you know, with with Jane, of course, there, uh, and also kind of post-credit scene too, uh, I, I'm still indifferent about the scene. I thought it was cool, but at the same time, I, I don't know. I felt different. How did you feel about the scene when Thor essentially helped give the kids the power of Thor for okay. temporarily?
1: Yeah. I'm really glad you brought that up. I'm going to make two points. One, I, honestly, I don't know how to feel about it. I yeah. really
2: don't. So I want to hear your thoughts. Let me, I, let me, I'm, mm-hmm.
1: I want to bring up yeah. two points. One, I'm going to give Marvel the benefit of the doubt. It is impossible for the MCU to construct a, you know, multiple movie storyline for the past 12 years and make it all make sense. I get that. That's really hard to do because you can't see in the future and know what you're going to do. secondly, I'm going to go against them. When you introduce a power like this, where the frick was it for, for the past t- 12 years, how helpful yeah. would it have been against that, Thanos' army good. if you gave all these heroes the power of Thor? You know, why are you just yeah. using this power now? Where was it when, you know, Thor was going up against yeah. the dark elves or, or, or the frost yeah. giants or whatever? It w- it came out of nowhere. It really did. Or and Captain then again,
2: like the it, it's like, yeah, it's just, I don't know so, so i i definitely agree with that suck part um at the same time it's like i get it he you know obviously needs help or anything but it's like just in general it's like the only reason those kids ever even stood a, a chance of against his you know shadow creatures because they got the power. Of throw. other than that it's like you know i, I thought it's kind of neat to incorporate oh they're not just here for if they got captured they can't have a chance to get rescued they get rescued i thought it was somewhat neat that they actually Still a little bit more than that but then when you see a kid waving a teddy bear around and <laughs> yeah. sliding down you know shadow monsters i'm like yeah. come on guys like you made this somewhat even whatever relatively cool part
1: you could have made this it's kind of ridiculous now and where was valkyrie in the fight why did they why did they choose the writers to to handicap her and not have her in the finale. I, I feel like Yeah, why does Valkyrie... she
0: not come back, but Jane come back?
1: Right. Well, it, I, guess, I guess the explanation is Jane had the Mjolnir who could right. cure health when Valkyrie didn't have anything to cure health.
2: Now, I will say, though, one thing I thought that was very neat, and it's just this detail, is when Jane was wielding a Mjolnir, it literally drained her health. And made her all, in a way like sicker. It looked like because like the more power she used from Mjolnir, at least that's how I interpreted it from the movie. And That's correct what me it was. If I'm wrong. Yeah, um, the more she was using Mjolnir, the the like the the worse her condition got. What was the
1: ex- But what was the explanation for that? Because we've
0: seen. I think too. I think the thought of that was, I guess, when she, Thor was talking to the doctor, where it's like there's something that's preventing the medicine or something from her body fighting the cancer. I think that's what it was. And the thought is maybe the Mjolnir is the reason why it's not.
1: So, is which it is assumed, interesting, is it assumed that Mjolnir does this to anybody who possesses the hammer? Because that didn't happen to Thor. That didn't happen to Captain America. It didn't ca- happen to Vision. Why did, did it just happen to Jane Foster? Because she's human with no. That's, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, it just felt like a weird yeah. storyline that wasn't backed up with logic.
0: It wasn't. No. I mean, yeah. it's just because she was already sick to begin with. I don't yeah, know. you know, like, maybe I, it was like you know. she was like stage one or two cancer maybe because he was stage four i don't
1: mm-hmm. know do we all agree that they should have killed Korgoff when he originally died yes, yes 100%. it would have been a fun, like just kill him off like you know i they i know that he's a funny character and i know taika uh taika watiti voices him so but it's was,
2: like oh, come on man. man
1: and again we only got obviously
2: besides gore we only got one major death and that was Technically, Jane
1: Foster, and even then, but she could come back. I mean, like I could see them in saying. a future movie find a way to bring her back from Valhalla. Com- you know, they, also, they open just up a not portal to
0: be that guy, back. but it's also a comic book movie. They can come back whenever, really. Yeah, that's yeah. true. If, know, they that's the go go with out, if they
2: can figure out, if they can figure out time travel, I'm sure they could figure this out. But then mm-hmm. that that's so counterproductive of every other past MCU death ever.
1: Yeah, that's just an issue with comic books in general.
2: I know, so that's why it's like although it's g- good to have guidelines like that that's also why i honestly love it when they don't always follow the comic books mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like perfect example uh well not of like not following comics but like at the end of the infinity war i was you know i watched the uh it was back when i was in strassburg um my when did that come out senior year uh, 2018 20s. right
0: yeah which movie uh infinity, infinity war. war was 2018 2019 i think yeah was.
2: that's correct okay so I, either way junior senior whatever um towards the end of the movie i was just like because i was like what in the world was going on i was just you know by myself uh you know because i know what else to go to i was like, i don't care i'll see it you know and you had by the whole myself. Theater to yourself oh. i i wish that, that, <laughs> but no I, I the theater was packed Mm-hmm. But I heard some guys talking next to me who read the comics, and they said, "Oh, I don't know how they'll do it, but I know they'll bring them back." And, and, and you know, like the thought always was in the back of my head of, like, "Well, how are they going to bring them back?" Because I he said, "Oh, I have no idea, but I just know they'll come back." I'm like, "Well, but again, it's like that's why it's like it's nice to not always follow the follow the comics.
0: Yeah, it's nice when you're not one of those." complete comic book nerds where you've read every single comic where you're right. like oh this is what they're both getting from or this is where right. they're referencing from and that like it's cool to exactly. have that idea but, but again yeah, it kind of ruins it is, in the long
2: run too yeah but, it's like oh i
0: don't even need to see i guess the movie. adventure there is seeing how it's portrayed in that universe. live action yeah
1: mm. yeah and you need to have the understanding that you know you can't perfectly you know have comics replicated right. in, in no, and there, there's going to be changes yeah and there.
0: same with mcu not every movie is going to be just stellar perfect movies throughout there's mm-hmm. going to be flaws in right. one. and jeff and i in our last unofficial fr- uh, official critique if i can speak correctly uh <laughs> that we did was on the newest spider-man one and that was one yep. i had higher expectations of but my thinking really? of the okay. movie was not what i expected Mm-hmm. so my original thought and maybe i have to watch it again just to kind of maybe my opinion on I've it i've seen it like three times <laughs> i know i i'm kind of like it was a good not great movie but there was like moments in yeah. it where i felt like it you know could have been better
1: any more final thoughts on the movie itself before we start talking marvel again. from a macro point of view so for me i just saying
0: if there was like giving it like a rotten tomatoes kind of score from zero to 100 yep. i'm probably close to where rotten tomatoes has them probably about like 72 73 percent i was going to say i'm around I don't, bad. I don't think that's bad yeah. i think that's just saying it's a fun movie it's average it's an average yeah, movie. it's an average yeah. fun C category
2: yeah tomato meter has a 67 the audience score is an 81. so i guarantee yeah. you those two have it. why well, it's an 81 is because a lot of people either weren't prepared somewhat like myself to go into the movie thinking Oh, it's no, this is a comedy going into it because again, you know, trying not to beat a dead horse here, but
0: when I think of
2: the mighty Thor, you know, Thor Odinson, I don't see him as a very comedic character. And also during my (laughs) rewatch of Thor 1, the Dark World, Ragnarok, Infinity War, and of course, Endgame, you see well, he's such an interesting character development throughout the year but obviously the Avengers movies help a lot with that. You see what he goes through in it in beginning of Infinity War as well. He literally loses his entire family throughout his most entire of, yeah, most of movie, Asgard, saga. Yeah, uh-huh. and,
0: and that's why and I feel like if because at the beginning they, he has a scene with uh uh Chris Pratt or whatever, and he's trying to keep him at arm's length, which is. A comedic kind of thing. I thought it was right. too much or whatever. But if you just lean that in a little bit heavier, because obviously it's and even I saw like an interview where Taika Waititi was saying that it's pretty much him in like a midlife crisis at this point.
1: Yeah, that, which, and that's a good way to phrase it. Yeah, you know, I, I, to defend to go against Jeff's point that Thor shouldn't be a, a comedic character. You know, I'm going to make a comparison. I think Thor, in some ways, is kind of like Marvel Superman. We have an alien. Who has very powerful gifts, who comes to Earth, falls in love with an earthly girlfriend, and does things to save the planet. Now, if you look at DC, they have no yeah. freaking idea what to, do, what to do with Superman right now. They, they are lost. I don't know what to do with the universe in general. Well, that's fair, but I do think they've had some they've had some projects like the Batman was really good. I thought Sui- I the, Suicide Squad that. was really good. And they, and they have some good too. stuff going there, but they don't Is know that the, newer the,
2: series series? Series?
0: the newer Suicide yes. Squad. Yes. 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 yes, yes. Not the, the, older not the one. other
1: one.
0: Not yeah, the Elder Alba one, not the Will Smith one.
1: Yeah. But anyway, so when I going back to the Superman point of view, you know, Marvel decided to take this character that's not relatable at all like superman and make him comedic they made thor a comedic character because people can relate to comedy so i do understand why they went down yeah, that I route
0: can, I, now that you see it, i can actually see both comparisons because he also lost his home world at this point yeah, he's lost bingo. most of his home world there's a
1: lot of freaky parallels so i don't know that's have also
0: just I- how the universe there's only that's so true. much storytelling so.
1: i don't have an issue with them making thor a comedic character i don't, I don't but and, and this is where we're going to start talking about Marvel on a more macro level. D- d- can I go into my diatribe about that? Are we ready sure. to jump right yes. into it? Yes. yes we all can. Right. So I, I love the MCU. I do. You know, I, I have been infatuated and compelled by it since 2010. I just think it's been a very, or is it 2008, 2008? 2008 when it started with her, yeah, Man. the problem is I'm so tired. <laughs> the Marvel yeah. formula It's really starting to weigh on me. It's really starting to get heavy. And quite frankly, I think that Marvel and Star Wars needs to cut the shit. And here's what I mean by that. We do not need three movies and four TV shows a year from each property. I know they're going to keep doing it because they make a ton of money and people keep going back to it, but we're getting tired and the formula is starting to weigh down on us. So they're going to keep doing it because it makes them bank, and I totally understand that. But the fatigue is starting to set in, at least for it me. Is. I'll go back and rewatch Marvel movies. we've well, been
2: saying this for years
1: now. It's just the truth. Throughout but, this podcast, they said like, it a couple times. You know, I throughout the years, I'm still you know validating Marvel because I, I pay to go see their movies. But Phase Four, I think pound for pound, has been pretty underwhelming. You know, I think Black Widow came out at a really bizarre time there they, having that movie come out after we knew she died was incredibly stupid. Yeah. I thought I think Song- that,
0: was also, that wasn't, that's also because of COVID too. Yeah. That's uh, fair. COVID hurt that
1: because that's fair. But why not have that come out before, you know, infinity war. So there's at least some stakes in that character. Um, that that's, that's beside yeah, it. We're lo- that. de-
2: definitely Definitely. Point, insane, for sure. But yeah. obviously even before infinity war, honestly have it, after Civil War, cause again it's exactly like, and that's yes, that's what it's set, I,
1: but they didn't release it during that time period. Right. So Black Widow it made, I, made the
2: most sense of it then.
1: I thought Black Widow was kind of lackluster. Shang-Chi was a good movie, but I I, I like Shang-Chi. I, I thought it was cool. The action was good, but I still felt like it was really formulaic. The reason why I love Spider-Man No Way Home and the reason why everybody loved it. And this is because of Tobey It's nostalgic porn. It's nostalgia yes. porn. And <laughs> yes. that's, fine. that's why I wanted to see it. I freaking loved the Toby movies. I, I am Same. probably one of their its biggest I had them fans. On I TV. think <laughs> for me,
0: you were saying Batman or Dark Knight was your favorite. The original Spider-Man to me is my favorite comic book movie ever.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, that's fine. I think Spider Man 2 is a little bit better, but that's, that's Matt, Matt's like
2: low key. He's like, no, you, there's only one right answer. No, I mean,
1: <laughs> no, oh, Spider Man two, two, 2 is a close one. But the really like Spider Man movies are great. I have um, a weird thing with origin stories. So that's just why I give it to Spider Man. That's Spider-Man. fair. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, aside from Spider-Man really tickling the nostalgia bone, I don't really feel like these movies have really altered the course. I think the TV Mm -hmm. shows are fine. You know, I like I thought WandaVision was unique. I didn't really like um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I found it kind of dull. I thought Loki was pretty cool. I Um, like Loki. And Hawkeye was fine. I didn't see Moon Knight or Miss Marvel just because I don't really have the the energy to desire or energy to do so. So,
0: I, I will that. say, I have I'm, no
2: desire to see uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah. No desire. Um, I'm sure it's fine. I
1: just don't really care. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Moon listen, Knight, I... though,
2: that I actually kind of enjoyed. It was a little strange. I'm not going to lie, but I kind of enjoyed it. It was, it was different, but it was, it was a cool let difference. Let so, me make another enough, analogy. I had it better than Falcon and Winter Soldier.
1: Yeah. Let me make one more analogy and then I'll, then I'll end my you know little spiel here. The reason why in my opinion, the NFL is the most popular sport in America is because there's only 17 games. They, it's once a week. You're not, you don't have 162. Oh, for sure. for you sure. don't have 82. Marvel used to have two movies a year and everybody was locked in. That's two movies are fine. That's appropriate. But when you have seven, you know, overall Marvel projects a year, it's just too much. It just is way it too is. heavy. And I didn't hate Multiverse of Madness. I liked it. But, you know, if you didn't see WandaVision, oh, I'm sure you were a little bit confused. And yeah. and that's, a, like, they are now banking on us to know and follow each TV series to make sense for the movies. And, Which is
2: kind of a little, not scary, but it, it, it's, a, it's a pretty bad bet to bank on because, again, man, I just, you know, like, we have no desire to watch Miss Marvel. Yeah, didn't if, even watch
0: midnight. If they reference
1: moon night in Wakanda forever. I'm going to be like, I have no fucking idea what that means because well, I'm, yeah. I'm not watching moon Knight. But so. then you'll, yeah. uh,
0: but I had the same thing. Cause like I'll, I'm not going to, f- and I'm kind of a casual kind of Marvel fan. I'll, and I don't think that's any kind of secret here, especially on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, But for me, it's, I don't, I'm not going to, and here and there, I'll watch like a Marvel movie, but I'm not going to watch them in order and kind of figure that out. But if there's something in it from a previous movie, I'm going to be like, Oh, so that's what that's from. Yeah. I get it. Okay. Okay. I get it. And the
1: final issue that Marvel is facing right now is that they don't have a specific direction. I mean, we knew since the post credit scenes of iron man, that they were probably gonna build to the Infinity Saga. And then that became more and more obvious. Yeah. You know, once the Infinity Saga ended, which was spectacular, yes. I loved Infinity That's War and That's Endgame.
0: When I... Yep.
1: Like in my perfect reality, and obviously they weren't gonna do this, we would be it. done. But yes. they make money, so they're gonna keep going. So they better figure out, and I know Kevin Feige is teasing it, they better figure out what the next big event is gonna be. Otherwise these movies are just kind of one-offs that don't really have much of a purpose right. compared to their predecessors. And it's okay to have movies that are one-offs. I think that's very healthy, Yeah. but we're so used to an MCU that was building and building and building. And I don't think people really know what they're building towards right now. No, no. they, they, they really problem. don't.
2: They, I don't think they have that big vision right now. Cause again, like years ago, you know, Kevin by had the uh the whole infinity saga vision and i thought that was amazing they could have done that any better but ever since that concluded you haven't really had that vision it's just no. been random things here and there and yeah i even
0: thought like i said it a, a couple times on this podcast i know I talked to jeff about it a couple times a bunch of times Where it's like after end game i was like oh cool that was a great movie but it's like how are they going to top
1: that Exactly. I don't you know can't. how they're going to be able top that. I was like, the I was the
2: only reason you could almost argue to top it is what they did with No Way Home. And obviously, I don't think it topped it. It was still, they're both very good movies, but I don't think it would top okay, it. But that
1: one was more nostalgic. But again, unless it's, it's
2: nostalgic purposes. But, yeah. Correct. Exactly.
1: And, and listen, you know, the stakes aren't there anymore for me. I know that a hero is not going to die at the end of a movie. And if they do die, they'll probably come they'll, back. They'll come back. So when there's mm-hmm. no stakes, and that's why Black Widow didn't hit for me, because no. she couldn't possibly die at the end of her movie because she survived and went on to Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, I, I never thought for a single moment in Love and Thunder that Thor was going to die. There's just no, no freaking chance. Also, no. he's
0: going to be in a fifth one.
1: Yeah. yeah I really Thor did. will return. I
0: know. And I know Chris Hemsworth is one of the not really originals, but. It's been there since
1: pretty much. Oh, he, no, he's totally an original, yeah. No, I think there. he's an original, yeah. What was Thor? How was much, that the fourth or fifth movie? I think yeah, that was 2011, out, like, yeah. So when Iron Man 2008, you know, Iron Man, uh, Captain America, Iron Man 2, and then Thor, I think, uh, yeah. I think yeah. Thor was
0: right, yeah. And then 2012 was,
1: was Avengers. the years, so
0: like, listen, anyway. So but he's are we uh, that's my thinking too, is like are you getting too much Thor? Like, do we really want to see a fifth?
1: Whitmer, I I think we're getting too much Marvel. Like it's not just, I know it's too much,
0: too much Marvel, but for me, it's like, I don't know. I don't know if I,
1: so here's my question. What qualifies as too much? Because this movie made hundred and something million domestically this week. People are going to see the movies and people are going to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. But I know that people are echoing the same thoughts that we're talking about. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So it's tricky. But again,
2: I would, say, I would say until Kevin Feige uh, decides to step down at any point, which
0: I highly doubt it, No, he, just, he doesn't Brandon have to step down. And he's
1: now. awesome. I have, I have nothing but yeah, love no, for don't Kevin know, Feige. I,
0: I, love, I think they just have great to go, They just have to go about it differently. They need to freshen maybe go, it up. Maybe, and it's going to be hard for them, especially money-wise. Maybe go and, year, just one series, one whatever. And again, and like that's going to be
2: so hard for them to do. I but know. by the end of it, it'll be worth it.
0: And here well, I'm there's one
2: it. character that is rumored to make an appearance at some point. Um, I would imagine before just you know, th- th- you know l- let's be honest, they'll probably they reference it in far or sorry, uh No Way Home. Um, when Jamie Foxx's Electro was talked to Toby, or, sorry, uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Oh, you know, man, I thought you were gonna be a black Spider-Man kind of thing, you know. They're they're hinting, they've been teasing at miles more hours. Uh, a, a live version of him for quite some time it's only a matter of time before he shows up and they've also been apparently rumored. but jeff to... does that really
1: excite you seeing miles morales honestly yeah I, I i
2: love miles Morales. can
1: i tell you why it doesn't excite me because you saw what you needed to see in into the spider verse because i saw that character perfectly in spider verse yeah. so like you're never going to be able to top that spider verse no, i won't. think is one of the Top five animated movies of all time. Literally, uh, I have a great.
2: poster from the movie framed on my wall. So, like, you're just replicating
1: movie. something that's perfect. And listen, I'm I'm being facetious. Seeing Miles Morales in live action would be really cool. But he did say it you're was be already back You were right. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: And I assume yeah, what right. they're going to probably end up doing is kind of combining all kind of Marvel stuff that's been out there at some point, yeah. and that's going to be their big thing. But is that really? interest you at all just well you know what in? project
1: really interests has really interests me in phase four and i know a lot of people have gripes with it what if i uh, you know why i liked what if because i love there, that there was not there was not there was in the finale of the show which i didn't like but going episode to episode it was something different and not canon so to speak it was something mm-hmm. that didn't have to co- like exist so it might help marvel to take a break from the universe building and tell us yeah we're just gonna have some one-off projects that's what i think dc is doing pretty well like say what you will about you know joker They do
0: like one year movie they're yeah they're not churning out three or four movies a year
1: no like the joker and the batman are just two separate movies and you know you don't need to know a lot of things no, going into those own, movies they're
0: on their own separate movies too they have yeah but really which i common. think is great
1: but if you're going to watch multiverse of madness you have better have seen dr Strange one. End game, one no way home, or else you're going to be lost. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
1: and that's just, I think, a tr- an issue. I'm being and so negative about Marvel. I think what they've done is probably the most, one of the most impressive things in cinema history in terms really of adapting gone. all these things. He,
2: it's like a huge roller coaster. It started way, 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 way up, and now it's kind of on that little bit of a decline.
1: Yeah. And Whitmer, and,
0: and it's because by, Whit- it'd be a perfect time for D.C. to come up. Yeah. I'm, I'll be honest, I'm more in terms of just comic books, I'm more DC just because I like the characters more in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just waiting for them to finally get something right outside of just Batman movies here and there.
1: Oh, I and do think The them. Suicide Squad was absolutely awesome. Yeah. Um, and, I, and Peacemaker is really good. The Harley Quinn animated show is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but Whitmer, I think the point that's just going to resonate with me until otherwise is how the heck do you top Endgame? How do you top that saga coming to an end? You know, I know they're teasing Secret Wars, the X-Men, Fantastic Four, but man, Endgame was such a feat. It is. And and so Also, I feel like
0: because we liked Captain America, we liked Chris Evans, we liked Tony Stark. We liked what they did with those characters. I don't think we really have that in this new universe. We don't really have that character outside of chris hemsworth maybe
1: who's like, the lead dr strange is he now the lead of the avengers i've you no can idea. almost
0: I, argue
2: uh, actually said, you can't even argue is this is to tom, tom holland because or, i think i was almost done could too. argue tom holland but he's a boy think, though and he's no, also based of no way home nobody
1: knows about him he's forgotten. i was just
2: gonna say that was my point no one knows who he is anymore so you can well they, they know who's spider-man Doctor is. Strange, that's true. they know Spider-Man. madness
1: yeah if they say
2: they know they have a spider-man they just don't know who he is so you can argue that that's a good
1: time now i mean no it, it's, it's not, not, it's not the that's same. okay you know they did their thing in endgame but um you know i know we're getting close to the end of our time you know I, when i when i think about marvel and i think about a lot of properties i often reflect on things that i wish were different and i don't want our audience to think that i'm bashing marvel marvel no. is He's primi- terrific you know, it out
0: of love,
1: you know, the top two movie viewing experiences of my life were, you know, Endgame and Spider-Man No Way Home. Like they nothing can what take that Infinity? away. I thought, listen, Infinity War is my favorite movie in the MCU, Same. but it wasn't like a like an audience, you know, cheering moment. You know, yeah. it, it was it was it, it, a really yeah. dull and sad ending. And yes, what I, liked it, what yeah. I liked about it, though. I liked about it. Yeah. The problem is, you knew that they weren't going to stay dead. But, it, you know, well, just live in the moment. Right. Yeah, exactly so all right
2: to wrap it up though boys i have one question for you yeah please go ahead
1: your questions yep what was your first question just out of curiosity what are
2: your thoughts on rotten tomato scores here's my here and a little bit of context we both matt and i i think this plays a part into in in, in the back of our head like tiniest thoughts creeping our head in the back of Mm -hmm. our heads we both, man, I, I don't know about you, but man, I had both seen that the original audience score or the original tomato man's score was like 72, 71%, yep. something like that. Now, basically, with that being said, did you and I don't know about you, Matt, but did you go into that movie already kind of preparing yourself for disappointment. Yeah. And so, like it, again,
0: if I saw that, um, yeah. if I, I'm saying that I saw that review beforehand, I would have had the same reaction going into the movie because that's my how my initial thinking of the movie was going to be.
1: I want to say a few things about Rotten Tomatoes quickly. One. Jeff, yes, you know I'm somebody who looks at Rotten Tomatoes and I put value in the scores. So yes, it did impact my uh, my expectations going into the movie.
2: Secondly, so too.
1: Secondly, if you're somebody who is so insecure that you bash Rotten Tomatoes because you see a score that doesn't align with your narrative, you're a fucking dumbass. Like it's just it's just a website, you know. If they don't like the movie you're rooting for, get the fuck over yeah. it. It's not the exactly. end of the world. Thirdly. You don't have to listen to Rotten Tomatoes to form no, your own opinion.
0: No, it's opinions. Rotten it's Tomatoes, people's opinions.
1: There are several movies that Rotten Tomatoes dislikes that I think are really, really good, and there's and are the opposite movies,
0: movies that they love that exactly. I don't care for.
1: So exactly. it's just it's just a website. I put yeah. value in it because I I think you know nine times out of ten I agree with Rotten Tomatoes scores. Agreed. I'm talking yeah. I'm talking about the critic scores, not audience. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. that doesn't mean that it's gospel. So wow. you know. Look at it if you want. I'm somebody who looks at it. I'm someone who gives it some validity. But I don't agree. Like, this is the one time out of 10. I don't think Thor Love and Thunders is 68%. I think it's probably uh, no. like 78 or 79. But, you know, that's how I view it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I certainly think that... Um... It's not worth being seventy one percent. I think that's ridiculous. I don't think I don't agree with the audience score that it's eighty one percent. somewhere I see in the middle.
0: I can see why they gave it such
2: a low score. Me too. too. I can see why. But I do too. Again, I think a lot of these critics think because again, like myself, you know, they don't see as supposed to be this comedic character or anything. Again, look at all the, how the heartbreak the first he were. had to go through. What do you yeah. think out of all that heartbreak you would think it would make him again? Like you finally at the end of end game, you, you see, and again, during my rewatch, I, I kept thinking about this too. You see what kind of character he, you know, he, he even says about that. He's like, you know, basically really for the first time in, you know, thousands of years, I have no path kind of thing. And, and he like, it's time for myself to figure out.
1: Can I share, uh, can I tell you my, my favorite, yeah. you know, my favorite my favorite time of Thor as a character, or the time that I found most interesting. And a lot of people didn't like it. This is a controversial take. Not I Thor. thought that in the beginning of Endgame, you know, when we had a Thor who was, you know, just playing video games, drinking and eating himself to death, that was really compelling because you actually yeah. saw a character who had trauma from the previous movie. So we saw this very authentic view you of saw lore.
2: the, con- not consequences, but it was consequences, but it wasn't consequences. It was
1: self-hatred. It was depression, yeah. which I think is something it that's was de- important it was to depres- show.
0: Yeah, it was depression and him oh. bottling in everything.
1: Exactly. I think
0: that's still showing through this movie that he can't really emote too well. Yeah. Yeah, they that's just right. made it. And, um, trying to find and I
2: will stuff. say about Endgame, though. Again, the first two times I saw Endgame, I hated Fat Thor. I was like, "This is ridiculous."
0: Again, oh, that's definitely. where you're making. I hated, him I can hated, a character. I liked Hulk more, but yeah, but I wasn't
2: a big.
1: Fan I, hated, of... I hated. I, I like Professor Hulk too. I love I, Endgame. I, I, I think you, educator, is really you. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I like. <laughs> I like
0: Endgame too, but those were two moments. Those are two great We'll
1: talk about that another day. Yeah, yeah. I only
2: had two grapes going out of the movie. It was Fat Thor and Professor Hulk. I still hate Professor Hulk. I respect and actually like well, you're gonna
1: see him again in She Hulk. Something that looks really, I really shit. That's
2: another project I have no interest in watching. I might
1: watch it just out of curiosity because it looks so uh, awful.
2: I no interest. Anyway, um,
0: I get the and say again. I get his reasoning.
1: Yeah, you know, just yeah. crack open a beer and <laughs> yeah, just have fun. Something <laughs> so bad you kind of have to watch and, it. you know <laughs> it could be good. It's just the CGI looks wow, like yeah. wicked Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Anyway, Did you no, have a second question or was the Rotten Tomatoes your second question?
2: There, that was my first question. The second one, and I know we're running out of time, so it can be quick or we can save sure. it for another podcast. Yep. Who, and Matt, I feel like I already know your answer because I was hoping to see more out of Gore the Butcher. So his name's probably out of this conversation. Who is the best essentially villain or comic book villain? Darth Vader or Thanos? So, I wanted so badly to introduce Gore in this conversation, but we didn't see enough out of him. And because I think you really have to be into the comics to, and just know about his backstory and the. Behind the scenes stuff of stuff you literally don't see on scenes to understand how vicious and brutal this character
1: actually. Let me ask is. a clarifying question: When you say Thanos or Darth Vader, you reference comic book villain. I don't really see Darth Vader as a comic. Well,
2: book well sorry, sorry, not not comic book villain, but like just an overall
1: just between better, those two. Be, between those two, yeah, And the nerd verse, it's Darth Vader. I mean, Darth Vader. You, you can make the case that he is the most iconic villain of all time. Um, yes, and I think that's an argument that probably is correct. You know, I loved what they did with Thanos in Infinity War and Endgame. I, he was awesome. I mean, he like, his entire, he was intimidating. I understood his reasoning. You know, he wasn't just like a, a belligerent fool, a madman. He was very calculating. But Darth Vader is Darth Vader. You know, I don't yeah. even need to explain that. He's Darth frickin' Vader.
2: And not only that, I think, again, a lot of these other projects that uh, have come out over the years, since the original trilogy, and of course, the um the prequel trilogy came out, you know, Rogue One, you got to see him, you got to see him. One of my favorite one of my favorite scenes too. of
1: all time was only 90 seconds. And it was the scene where he was just butchering uh, you know, something gorgeous you <laughs> And butchering rebels in Rogue One. It was it was yeah. absolutely breathtaking. So exactly. I I'd and again,
0: that's it. that's the perfect picture growth theater.
2: I think although I absolutely vil, uh, villain wise. Easily by far, Marvel villain is belongs to you know uh, Thanos by far. Um, overall, between him and Darth Vader, I think it's it's probably a little bit closer than people realize, but it still goes to Darth Vader. Darth Vader. So. Because know, again,
1: man. I think Whiplash from Iron Man Two might be the best villain of all time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, boys, uh, we close this out. Laugh. I think that's going to end it this week. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Uh, nope. I got Just nothing. free agency starts. My yeah, final, week. my yes, final yes. thoughts are: go see the movie. You know, we yeah. have our views. Rotten Tomato has its Yeah, view this is everywhere. a video,
0: so uh, if
1: you leave comment a comment, below.
0: like if if you're on our front on just anything Marvel wise that we've mentioned, or if you thought yeah, we... Love and Thunder were great, or if they were bad, or whatever, leave a comment. Or Let you, or if
1: you just want to tell me why everything I said was exactly right. <laughs> Please We're wrong. Go right ahead. We're yeah. wrong. You know, yeah. unlikely, but go ahead. Yes. <laughs> and with uh. that, that's where
0: we'll end it this week. All Until right, next gentlemen. time, we'll see you.